0: If you don't have a handle of what's going in, you're gonna have a hard time controlling what's going out. Jake Thompson here, Chief Encouragement Officer Compete Every Day and your host on this brand new episode of the Compete Every Day podcast. I'm so excited you're here for episode 627 on how we can better control what we consume. You've heard me talk about it here on the show time and time again that we have to be intentional as leaders at what we put into our bodies, not only from a physical food drink standpoint, but from a mental consumption standpoint. We've got to be aware of what shows we're watching on TV, what music, podcasts we're listening to, what conversations we're partaking in with friends, with colleagues. We've got to be on guard with what goes into our mind because just like a great athlete, can't be downing alcohol, downing sweets, downing all sorts of crap food and expect to perform at their best, we as leaders can't be putting crap into our brains and expect to be leading at our best. So what I wanna do on today's episode is give you a few tips and tricks you can use to better control what you consume. Tip number one, delete some apps off of your phone. That's right, go the extra mile by deleting that Facebook, that Twitter, that Instagram, that LinkedIn from your phone. Now this may sound like one of the most terrifying things that you can do because we gotta have our phone, we gotta have our apps, I've gotta be plugged in. What if somebody messages me? What if somebody notifies me? I gotta make sure I can respond. You still have an internet browser for it. You can still log in on your computer. What this is gonna force you to do is to stop getting onto the apps every time you fill that pool. When you're standing in line at the grocery store and you start to get antsy because you don't have something hitting you with a dopamine feed. When you're maybe driving in traffic and start wanting to just scroll your phone. When you're sitting at the dinner table with friends, if that app is not on your phone, you're gonna be less likely to be distracted by that device and more engaged in the conversations that you're having, more engaged in where you're driving to, more engaged in what you're doing. And the best part is if you delete it off your phone, you can still check it on your browser, which brings me to number two. Set times throughout the day and limits on when you're gonna get on those apps. So if you have Facebook deleted off your phone, then getting onto the internet, maybe you set an alarm in your phone of check Facebook at 10 a.m. for 10 minutes and again at 6 p.m. You set two different windows throughout the day to be able to get on and check and then get back off. So you have an alarm when it starts, an alarm when it ends. Sounds like overkill. sounds like a lot to set an alarm just to check social media, but what it's doing is forcing you to have boundaries with the device that is making you more of the entertainment than the entertainer. See, We're the users and consumers of these devices. When we're endlessly scrolling, we're not creating content to share, because what happens, we get on there, we make a post, and then we can get off of the app, we can share our content, we can make comments to people who have commented on us. But when we get caught on there of just consuming, endlessly scrolling, we can tell ourselves we're looking for ideas, we're looking for content, we're looking for motivation, but in reality, We're just looking for that next dopamine hit. And so one way to be more intentional with how you intake social media and use it is to simply set timers on when you're gonna get on at different points throughout the day. For me, I set a timer every morning at 7 a.m. to hop on LinkedIn, I make a post, and then I engage in like five to six comments and then I get off. And then I'll check it again around lunch to make comments on people who have commented on my post or to connect with some new people. I set specific windows because I don't wanna be on there all day. Because to be honest, I used to be on there all day. I used to love the dopamine rush. My ADHD, the one thing I notice about having ADHD and that I've started researching more is I'm more inclined to addictive traits and social media being one of them. Those dopamine hits of constantly getting fed but the one thing I found is when I spend a lot more time on social media, I get more anxious, I get more restless. It's easy to fall into the trap of comparison. You start to feel down. It's no wonder that so many teenagers are struggling from a mental health perspective. No many young professionals are doing the same. as we're living our life online and in comparison to other people. And in even in that regard, it's a fake reality because nobody's really talking about their failures or the mundane stuff or every day. We're only posting our wins. And so when you get caught in that endless loop, when you don't control how you treat social media, what that relationship looks like, you're more likely to get sucked in and lost in it. So number one, we want to talk about deleting the apps from our phone. Number two, setting time limits on those apps and how intentional we are and when we use them. One caveat to this for part two is if you did not want to delete those apps from your phone, you for some reason you tell yourself you can't, one of the best things you can do is go right into your settings. It's really cool. There is a thing called screen time and it'll tell you how much time you actually spend on your phone on a day. Better yet, underneath it on your iPhone, there's a thing called app Limits, And you can click that app limit, and you can set a timer for how much throughout the course of a day you can use social media. So say your goal is to go from, I don't know, three, four, five hours a day to one, one and a half. No matter what, you're only going to be on social media for 90 minutes every day. You can set it. And then you can set all the apps that counts for. LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, community, whatever apps you're on. And then what's going to happen is as you're using that throughout the day, it'll be normal. But then once you get close to that timer, you're going to get an alert that you have five minutes left in the day for social media. And then after that five minutes, all the apps go dark. There's no more notifications, no more anything until the next day. It's like the apps aren't there. It looks almost like when an app is installing and it's faded out and you can't get into it, it looks like that. And so that is designed if you don't want to get the app off your phone, but you want to be more intentional with it, is using that to shut it down. Now the third thing that I'm going to recommend that I did for a while, stopped, and have since brought back, is this crazy thing called making your phone black and white. It's turning everything down to grayscale because what it's gonna allow you to do is stop seeing these red notification bubbles and your entire phone is gonna look black and white. Now if you love to take pictures and videos, your pictures and videos will still be in color. It's only how you're looking at it right now, that screen, that's gonna come out black and white. And what that's gonna do is allow you to stop being compelled by those little red notification spots, by all the bright colors that your phone and all the apps have designed to do to pull your eyes in. It's no surprise that your phone looks like a Vegas casino. Bright lights, bright colors, things to pull your attention. It wants you on the device. But you have to control your relationship with the device, with social media, with all of those apps, instead of allowing them to control you. And so the easy way you're gonna do this is head into your settings on your iPhone, same place we just were for focus. You're gonna go into your accessibility portion under settings, ooh, and then here's what you're gonna do. Underneath that, you are gonna click on display and text size. Now, you're gonna scroll down from Display and Text Size and you're gonna see a button that says Color Filters. And on that Color Filters, when you click it, you'll notice Grayscale is right there. And when you click that Grayscale, oh my gosh, all the bright colors are gone. Your phone is black, white, and gray. Those little red notification bubbles are grayed out. They don't look as appealing to you and gray as they do in red. They're not quite calling your name as before. And so that's one way if you keep those apps on your phone to reduce the amount of time you're on your screen. So number one, we're talking about deleting apps from our phone. Number two, we're talking about setting timers, not only when we get on the apps, but how long throughout the course of a day we can actually use it. Number three, we're talking about taking out the colors off of our iPhones, off of our devices, so we're less compelled to be drawn in, almost like that Vegas casino draws you in. Number four, if you wanna control what you consume, I want you to set small goals and put it in your calendar every day, such as reading a book. Now, it may seem silly that if you're someone who wakes up at five in the morning to go work out before work and you come back, get ready, head to work to to set an alarm in your calendar for say 10 minutes at 5.10, 5.15 to read, but what you're doing is you're making a commitment to start your day with a intentional wise consumption piece. It can be a book, it can be a specific magazine, you can listen to a podcast during that time frame, but what you're doing is starting your day learning something, starting your day curious. We know as leaders, being curious is one of the most important things we can be. So starting the day being curious by learning something new, and you're putting it in your calendar because commitments are in calendars. Otherwise, they're just nice to haves. It would be nice to get that done. If you look at my calendar, I have a time in there for when I'm gonna get on LinkedIn. I actually have an alert every morning to remind me to journal. Now it's part of my daily process too, but when I'm traveling, when I have early morning keynotes or I have red-eye flights, sometimes it's hard for me to hit that schedule exactly the way I want it. So I have those alerts in my phone that if I'm running behind that day or if I'm traveling and having to go on stage at that moment, that I still have alerts set to remind me I need to journal today. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going to miss that day. I'm not going to let that losing streak get started. And so you've got to put those things into your calendar on there to specifically plan for it. The other thing I do is I have a book by my bedside every night. I try to unwind because what we've seen is being on your device, watching TV right before bed actually positions your brain not to go to sleep, not to rest well. And so what I do is I have a book on my bedside and I'll read five, 10 minutes right before bed. I'm strategic about what I read before bed too so that my brain doesn't start working. Usually read a biography, a historical book, or fiction, or a faith-based book in the evening because I know it's gonna relax my mind a little bit more. I'm not gonna be thinking of content and ideas and how I can translate things I'm learning to someone else. I save my leadership book, my sales books for in the morning when I'm ready to prime my brain. And so I'm setting time in the morning with a calendar alert of when I'm going to read something and I have something at bed at night to not only help me relax, but help me learn something and, and keep and unplug before the end of the day. I'm being intentional with what I consume to start my day and to finish my day. And so as leaders, we have to be incredibly important about what we put into our minds. We have to constantly be learning. You don't have to read a book every day, but What would it look like if you read for five minutes? What would you pick up over the course of a year if you read just five minutes a day in the morning before work? What would it look like if you stopped spending an extra hour on your cell phone? If you cut down your social media time, what else would you be able to create, to share, to learn, to empower your team with? How would your relationships change if you weren't always face down into a cell phone? What would it look like if you had more eye contact? What I'm trying to challenge you with today is to just be more intentional with what you consume because your potential of what can come out only goes up the better our input becomes. The potential of what we can create, what we can share, how we can lead, what we can teach and help others with only goes up the more intentional we are with what goes in. And so today, take an audit of what's going in, take an audit of where you can better refine your relationships with social media, with apps on your phone, and then start small. But get started today consuming a championship diet into your brain so you can start creating championship outputs with your life. I'm cheering for you competitor, go win your day.